Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hope everyone is doing well. We want to give a quick shout out to Canberra, and I hope I said that correctly, the Australian Capital Territory. Canberra is actually the capital city of Australia. It was founded following the Federation of the Colonies of Australia as a seat of government for the new nation. It is Australia's largest, yeah, inland city and the eighth largest Australian city overall. And it looks very, it looks like it's got some mountains and some lakes. Let's go. Let's go. All right. You know, Australia is ahead of Europe and Asia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have some pretty good size in Europe. We've got a little bit in Asia. Yeah. But Australia is kicking tail down there uh, and they also planted the land down yeah. under. They have been very faithful to listening. We've seen some new cities and, and everything pop up. So that very much excites us. Thank you, Australia. We've been on their uh, uh, Apple podcast, Christian religion mm-hmm. uh, list, top list. So that's that's been pretty exciting. You know, our little podcast, we, we, we're geeky about it and get really excited. So, yeah, you can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Well, what kind of facts do you have? Last time you were doing like ancient facts. So are you still From doing Roman that? The Roman Empire, yep. Okay. There's a right. couple more. Okay. Um, you know, the Roman Empire thought Christianity was cannibalistic blood cult. Oh. And I would even add atheistic. Oh, okay. And a lot of people think that's weird, but... The Romans had many, 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 they were polytheists. They were many, many gods. Yes. Yes, you're right. And so when Christianity said there's one God, they they believed that, and they wouldn't worship or swear or worship Caesar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wouldn't take that, make a sacrifice or swear oath to Caesar. Right. Um, then they, they started calling them atheists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they also thought Christian Christians were cannibals. And mm-hmm. um, let me read you some stuff. Okay. The Romans, they tended to leave indigenous uh, people uh, belief systems pretty much well alone. But when it comes to the Roman Empire with Jews and early Christians, they didn't with them. The Romans really didn't approve of the Jewish practice of circumcision, seeing it as cruel, a cruel form of genital mutation. Mm. Uh, the Romans did some pretty horrendous deeds in the name of their gods, but apparently the little bit of skin, the tip of the man's organ was a, a step too far, even for them. Hmm. Okay. But they would, they would also interpret like within, they'd have spies, like in house churches or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they were, they would hear about eating the Lord's, the Lord's uh, body and blood. Uh, cannibalism, yeah. And they thought that where they were eating people. Yeah. By eating, doing the Eucharist and and, right. and uh, drinking the that. blood of Christ. Yeah, they didn't realize it was symbolic. And they yeah. were also thinking that there were sexual orgies. Mm, yeah. so, so, I mean, this is what uh, Satan was doing through the Roman government. Yeah. Uh, stirring up division and, um, you know, uh, wrath, trying to stall Christianity. 
But they believed because they talked about giving a holy kiss, Mm -hmm. uh, brothers and sisters, Mm -hmm. uh, meeting in fellowship, um, and, you know, a lot about love. Their understanding of all that was more uh, sexual. And so they labeled Christianity as a bunch of atheistic, cannibalistic um, fornicators. Craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Also, gladiator body parts uh, were used for medicinal purposes. Yeah. The Roman squeamishness didn't extend to the gladiator body parts. Roman physicians believed consuming gladiator body parts could help treat various things. That's disgusting. Yeah. Apparently, the blood and the livers were especially good at treating epilepsy. Okay, uh, and because they, they were criminals, uh, that this was okay. Um, so that's bizarre. That is, yeah, bizarre. okay. Hmm. And I know it's pretty gross, but this is what they did. Yeah, I mean it's interesting too. But wow. All right. So on that note, <laughs> well, you don't want to hear the next one, I guess. No, let, let's go on. Let's 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 decide what our topic is today. What are we talking about? Today? Uh, all right. We're going to talk about the <laughs> millennial kingdom. Nice. OK, let's do the it. The millennial kingdom. What is that? All right. Are you asking me or are you? Is that a rhetorical? Uh, it's rhetorical. <laughs> I mean, it's rhetorical. OK, very good. You know, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are not taught strong eschatology. Or no. entale means end times. Right. Uh, in churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll either won't preach on it at all. Right. Or they spiritualize it mm-hmm. and make it just, you know, well, it's symbolic of this, really means this. Yeah. Yeah. And although one fourth of the Old Testament talks about the millennial kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the millennial kingdom is the thousand-year reign of the Lord Jesus Christ with his saints yes. on earth. Mm-hmm. We will be on earth with Christ, if you're a believer, mm-hmm. uh, and we will reign with Christ. And what's that going to be like? I mean, it's I think it's going to be, be pretty cool. cool. You know, I, I think it's going to be amazing. We're going to be able to do things that we never were able to do. I wonder if we'll have flying cars. You know, I don't know. Might be interesting. We may not we'll either. Our... We may we may need, yeah. we may be able to just travel from one quickly. Place. Yes. Yes, one place to the other. I don't think we're going to need cars. I hope we'll have our side dog. But this is the new heaven and the new earth. I want to stress I know. that the new heaven, and new earth after the thousand year end. But uh, so, so I probably won't be with us in the millennial. Maybe he will. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a little sigh. A little okay. sigh. Well, let's so let's look it. at peace and justice. Okay. The let's first the first aspect of the millennial kingdom. Okay. It's it's it is, I believe in the millennial there will be a time of unprecedented peace. Yes. And justice. Mm-hmm. The world will be free from war, mm-hmm. free from violence, and free from oppression. Very good. Read Isaiah chapter two, two through four. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills, and all nations will stream into it. And many people will come and say, Come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. 
He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Interesting. This is the, the this is in the end time, the millennial kingdom. The Lord will reign from the mountain. Wow. Mount Zion. Cool. And he will basically all nations will come to him to worship from all over the world. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we are going to be immortal. Yes. But there's going to be people that are believers from the tribulation that won't have glorified bodies yet, and they will still be having kids. Oh, we'll talk, wow. We'll get okay. to that. Yeah. Cool. But we will be immortal. The whole world will be traveling to worship and visit and, and honor the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And it says that he's uh, going to teach the world his ways. Okay. He's going to judge the nations. Look, how many years have have men, presidents, kings, and leaders tried to make peace? Uh, All of eternity. All of of time, really. All of time. Yeah. And it says in the Bible, men will, will preach peace. They will talk about peace, but there is no peace. Right. So Satan is trying to get a false sense of peace Mm -hmm. because the prince of Peace is the only one, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will actually make peace. Amen. Yeah. So it says he's going to beat their swords and the plowshares. Mm-hmm. He's saying that he's going to destroy the weapons. Mm-hmm. It's going to go back to the Garden of Eden. Cool. We're going to get to that a little bit later. Okay. It's going. Everything is going to be uh, almost post post edemic. Okay. Post fall, okay, cool. it's going to be mm-mm good, yeah. <laughs> All right, and there will be no more war, no more racism, no more murders, mm-hmm. no more violence. Love it. Yeah, awesome. Revelation twenty four through six. If you can read that, and I'll let you get there. Um, and the Lord is going to His word is going to come out of Jerusalem. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. This is us. We will reign the first resurrection with Christ a thousand years. And this is also talking about the tribulation saints that will lose, literally lose their head. Right, uh, right. For their faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second aspect. Okay. So we have the um, the peace and justice. Mm-hmm. 
spiritual harmony will be there. Yes. Uh, there will be spiritual unity, spiritual harmony. Mm-hmm. People will recognize Christ as the ultimate authority, mm-hmm. and there will be widespread devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, read Micah chapter 4, 1 through 4. Okay. All right. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills and peoples will peoples will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between many people. And will settle disputes for strong nations far and wide. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. This sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Everyone will sit under their own vine and under their fig, their own fig tree. And no one will make them afraid for the Lord Almighty has spoken. You see it in Micah. Yeah. Just in case maybe we thought maybe he messed up. Right, yeah. And we yeah. know he doesn't. He cannot yeah. lie. True. So here you have, he's on the mountain, mm-hmm. and all the nations are coming and going to the mountain, the temple of God of Jacob, and they're going there for, can you imagine the Bible studies they're going to have? Oh, my we're goodness, gonna it's going to be amazing, and the music, yeah. everything um, will be amazing, yeah. He's going to settle. There's still going to be some disputes. Okay. Because there's still, it's not going to be totally without perfection. Right, it's going to right. be a lot less, a lot less. It's going to be like similar to the Garden of Eden. Okay. And so he is going to make peace with people mm-hmm. that are stirring problems. Um, he's going to destroy all the tanks, all the nuclear bombs. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and it says here, no one will make them afraid for the Lord has spoken. Everyone will believe what he says. He will be the ultimate peacemaker. Love it. And see, when we look into the Antichrist, the man of lawlessness, right. Satan is trying to counterfeit the true Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He always tries to. Definitely. Yeah. Yes, he does. The third one is the rule of Christ. Okay. Revelation 21, 3 through 4. Uh, he's going to rule as a benevolent king during this period. Righteous love and fairness. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Revelation 22, three through five. Okay. Twenty-two. Three through five. Oops. Okay. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the land will be in the city and his servants will serve him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. So the people that are, we'll be immortal. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but there will still be some that people that are mortal mm-hmm. during this time and their kids. We're going to find out later. We'll try one last time towards the end of the thousand years. 
But right here, we're gonna. There's not going to be any tears. Mm-mm. We won't have any tears. No that's more awesome. pain. No more sorrow for the believer. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Restoration, uh, the restoration of the earth and the effects of sin will return to a, a paradise-like state. Go ahead and read Isaiah 65, 20 through 25. Okay. Oops, 20 through, 20 through 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Never again will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not live out his years. The one who died at a hundred will be thought a mere child. The one who fails to reach a hundred will be considered accursed. They will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them or plant and others eat or as the days of a tree. So will be the days of my people. My chosen ones will long enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor will they bear children doomed to misfortune, for they will be a people blessed by the Lord, they and their descendants with them. Before they will call, I before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will feed together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The dust will be the serpent's food. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, says the Lord. So the humans that are born they will, there's not going to be a bunch of babies dying or, or mm-hmm. SIDS. Right. Uh, you know, and this is talking about those people without more bodies yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they, you know, for the, they will live out their years. We're going back to living hundreds of years or, you know, like uh, even longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about transhumanism yesterday, Dr. Right. Ben Mitchell. And the goal of the transhumanist is to live forever. Yes. And trying to do what God's going to do during the millennial kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It talks about, uh, you know, they're going to eat the food. They're la- we will still work. It talks about labor, but it won't be arduous labor. Right. We won't get tired. Mm-hmm. Um, the animals, mm-hmm. the lion, the lamb, the lion will eat straw like an ox. They'll go back to vegetarianism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so the animals will no longer be a curse. Well, not have yeah. to have zoos anymore. You can just walk amongst them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Go ahead and read Isaiah 11, 6 to 9. Okay. Isaiah 11, 6 through 9. All right. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and the little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Oh, there's the bear. The young will lie down together and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. There you go. I mean, uh, you're going to be able to play with a wolf. You, you can let your kid go play with a, a king cobra. You can play with the bear. You like yeah, bears. Absolutely. Yay. Absolutely. Yes. Go ahead and read Revelation 20, verse 13. Uh, Revel- Revelation 20, uh, verses 1 through 3. Okay. 20. Whoops. 20. 1 through 3. 
All right. And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, the ancient serpent, who is a devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until the thousand years ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. So some people ask, what, you know, why is God doing the millennial? Why is he, you know, well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. God is going to lock Satan up for a thousand years and his buddies. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be temptation from him Mm -hmm. for a thousand years. Right. And I think God allowed this not only because it's prophecy. Right. But so that people will realize because when you read towards the end of the thousand years, there's going to be people, mm-hmm. mortals, right, that are going to start rejecting him again. Yes. And he wants to show people, you know, there may be some people in hell that are saying, you know, if he would have let us know about this and spoke a little louder, maybe we wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to blame the devil. No. For rejecting Jesus. Right. Right. Yeah. So. There's not going to be the devil and his buddies are locked up for a thousand years. It's going to be a thousand years of peace. Right. Right. Yeah. Resurrection. And we here we have um, who will be reigning. We will be reigning with Christ to judge the nations. We will be with him. Mm-hmm. Not that he needs us. Right. Go read right. Daniel 7, verse 18. Okay. Daniel 7, 18. All right. But the holy people of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. That's talking about King Jesus and us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. Go ahead and read Zechariah 14.9. Zechariah 14.9. The Lord will be king over the whole earth. On that day, there will be one Lord and his name, the only name. There'll be no more Buddha. Nope. No more Muhammad. Yep. No more any of these other false gods. It just be the name of Jesus. Right. Yeah. Last but not least is First Corinthians uh, six two through three. First Corinthians. Talking about us, his people, his, his saints. Okay. Uh, or do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world? And if you are to judge the world, are you not competent to judge trivial, trivial cases? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more the things of this life? So God is going to use us, not that he needs us. Mm-hmm. And we will be in some aspect judging angels. Mm-hmm. Man. This sounds exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have anything you want to add? Any questions? Any? No, I just think it's going to be totally amazing. Um, I think so many times we think about those seven years of, of tribulation and we forget, I think, a lot of times about the thousand years and how amazing it's going to be and, and what God's going to do. So I think it's a really good thing to stop and think and talk about it. 
and yeah. understand it better. Yeah. I want people to be focused on heaven. Mm-hmm. And be excited about it. And be excited. But we don't need to be scared. No. Uh, man, we're going to, our life will be just beginning. Yeah. And we want you all, all our listeners to go with us. So please make sure that you've made that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, that you've told him you're sorry for your sins, that you ask him into your heart and that you promise to uh, follow him the rest of your life. And if you do that, God can take your mess, turn to a message for his glory for your good. And you will also one day experience this wonderful thousand years in the millennial reign. So thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Have a great day. Goodbye.